and welcome once again to another exciting installment of the Geek Gauntlet Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan, and we're going to bring you everything that went down in the world of geek. We got a lot to talk about, so let me quickly bring up my co-host, Mr. Shah Muhammad. What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, buddy? Doing good. Doing good, man. Let me tell you. This week, I finally get some vindication. Mm-hmm. This week, I finally get something that I've been waiting to say for a long, long time. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it with happiness and glee. I'm going to see if people out there in TV land agree. But but before we get started, I just want to say thank you for having us in your living room this week. And now let's hit on the news and show rundown. All right, Shaw, you are the topic of, you are the captain of the news and topics train. Go ahead and hit us up with what we got going on this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's begin off with the um, episode for um, Batwoman. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what we got in this in this episode? You know what we got? We got confirmation. That Kate Kane has been the bad guy the whole time. The whole time she's been the bad guy. It don't make that show any better, mind you. But I am so happy. I'm glee. I'm very gleeful, if I can say so, that she is the enemy. She is the bad guy. <laughs> and if you go through this episode, Cersei Sionis fooled everybody. Everybody. She even told Sophie in this episode, lying to you was the easiest thing I've ever done. Oh, snap. But first, let me get from the the problem I had with this episode. I had two issues with this episode, too. First, Lucas has gone back to being a simp. He's gone back to being what he previously was after coming through the episode before that, looking all looking, you know, like you know, he grew set. It was actually gonna be a man for once. Now he's back to being a sip again. And he gave, he was so happy to see Kate. He gave her the keys to her motorcycle. And think about this for a second. Kate Kane is supposedly brainwashed. So you mean to tell me you're going to give her a motorcycle to go a whole willy-nilly and she's by herself? Yeah, that was stupid. That was dumb. And what did she do? She went right to Black Mask. Then to it later on, I'm not going to even talk about Beth because Beth is the hero of the show. (laughs) She's the hero. She she kills... She puts the little dagger through... um, Sophia uh-huh. did supposedly kill her, but we all know it from the plant that heals everybody. So the minute it comes out, she's gonna be healed. So it's all good. But basically, Cersei Sionis had everybody in that had Mary food, had Sophie food, had everybody food. Meanwhile, Ryan is loathing in self-pity, talking about. It's not enough for two bat women. She's gonna want everything back. When in reality, we've had two of the of the same character 
running around a universe before. Uh huh. I mean, that's not that's not too much to ask. And then another thing that bothered me about this episode: the height difference. Kate Kane, Kate, or as a, uh, or as I've heard her being called, Kate Classic is <laughs> is shorter than the new Kate. No, other way around. Other way around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Other way around. My bad. My bad. My bad. But regardless, this suit ain't gonna fit no way. And yeah. and, and <laughs> third thing that bothered me about this episode: the suit's supposed to be impenetrable, right? It's supposed to be mm-hmm. invulnerable, right? How the heck she tore it up? She tore up the shreds in the middle, took the kryptonite and ran it against the back. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Then we got her earlier on. We got her with the crossbow. I thought she was going to kill all everybody. Mary, Sophie. I thought she was going to kill everybody. Ryan stopped her. But because this is Kate Classic, she overpowered Ryan and was just about to kill her when Sophie grabbed the crossbow. But, of course, Sophie didn't shoot. Like wounding somebody is sort of kind of like out of the question. Yeah. So basically, she gets away, gets away with a bunch of weapons, get away with the suit, got away with the toxic little refrigerator that was in the back cave. So, yeah. But this show vindicated that Kate Kane is the bad guy. It vindicated that, and I am so happy to say that. So happy to say it. So we shall see. Next week's supposed to be the last, the last, I believe, the season finale next week. Yep. So, so this is another issue. You wait to the last episode to give us Batwing. Yeah. You the last episode to give us Batwing. And I know season three has already been green lighted. I get that. I understand that part. But season one and two has been so hellacious. I don't think season three should even be on the table. This writing staff is terrible. But hopefully we get Batwing. I don't know how they're gonna put everything in a nice neat bow. I don't know how to do it. It might end on a cliffhanger for season three. I don't know. Um, we'll see how that rolls, but at least we got the we finally, finally, I am vindicated. Kate Kane is the villain, and it has finally come to fruition. Yeah, baby. Yeah, again, not enough to make the show good, but just to see that was worth was worth me wasting an hour of my time to watch that episode. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag Kate King's the villain. (laughs) (laughs) She's the villain. All right. Now let's move on to Legends of Tomorrow. All right. So episode, I'm back to the finale, part two. Basically what happens is Ava is, you know, stuck up in her room. We're watching that video of Sarah um, propose. Sarah is back on the planet. You know, now she's no she, that herself is dead and she's a clone. She, you know, everything happens there where she deals with um clone dude. She finally takes him down. 
Rory shows up, kills the dude, but instead of putting himself into a clone body, since everything's about to get to go exploded, um, he decides to um, download himself to the cloud so that he could be um, cloned on another planet. Um, she also finds out that she is now part um, part alien, similarly to um, to what's her face, I mean the Earhart. She decides to create a new clone of herself that's completely, you know, regular, but there's not enough time to do that. So she um got this nice moment with with Mick, saying that she's that she's his friend and blah blah blah. So she chooses to leave, blow up the place before the second clone can be made in order to stop the clone dude. Clone dude is stopped, though I don't think that's the end of it. Meanwhile, back with um on the Rave Rider. Um, everyone figures out that A-Rod is already trying to go back in time to save um, Sarah in the moment that she got captured. So they go back with, her, with him to help, each of them trying to figure things out to get her out there before the alien ship shows up, speaking to her every now and then. Even Antenna alien lady shows up and, and talks to her with a nice, nice moment there. None of that works, unfortunately. It is odd how A-Rod is the one that's so gun-ho about saving her. I think maybe there's something there, like maybe the reason why or something, but we'll see moving forward. <clears throat> anyway, after it doesn't work, Sarah finally shows up, reunion with Ava, then reunion with everybody else, blah, 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 end of episode. Um, let's see. Um, Gary's fiance, alien lady, she was trapped on the on the on the um, planet. Maybe we'll see her later. We'll see. There's gonna be the whole thing with um Sarah being part alien. So far, the only one that knows is Mick. We'll see how long they she takes to tell everybody. Normally, that's the kind of thing that'll take a while. And yeah, all in all, good episode. What do you think, sir? I did not watch it. I did not watch Legends of Tomorrow. I I I I've saw one. I've seen one episode. And that one episode put a bad taste in my mouth. I may go back and I may go back and binge it, but it's not mm-hmm. on my weekly agenda. Yeah, I get that. I get that. It's definitely not as it used to be. I mean, it has moments, sure, but yeah, definitely, yeah. All right, now let's move on to the Flash, or shall we say, the Allegra episode. So we got a focus episode on Allegra. She goes and tries to rehabilitate her um, cousin, Ultraviolet. We find out some more about the relationship, more about her and all that. Meanwhile, um, Joe is, is, is um, digging deeper into um, Kramer, the police lady, and her past and all that. They have some talk, find out what happened, blah, blah, blah. It turns out it was her... Um, um, her brother that, that that was the one that actually betrayed everyone. So and she's actually after him, looking for him. Though I have my thoughts about her. Anyway, let's see. Um, after everything happens, Ultraviolet finally is apparently going after the scientist that made her the way she is. He promises to fix her if she, if she does what he wants. Allegra fights her and finally. Like, uses all her powers or whatever. Finally, you know, I don't know, upgrade or whatever. 
And yeah, we there was no Barry this episode. We saw him for like a quick moment. And yeah, that's the everything in the episode. It is what it is. Next episode, we finally at Godspeed. Finally. Yes, I've been waiting for that for a minute. Yes, sir. Next episode is Godspeed. I think after that is the 150th episode, I think. Not 100% sure at the numbers. But yeah, all in all, a pretty decent episode. This is what you would call a lead light episode. In order to like save some money, you take the, have the lead, the lead actor not there so that you can save money on their, um, their salary. And all in all, it was a pretty good episode. What do you think, sir? Do you see a romance between Chester and Allegra? It's being forced a bit. I mean, maybe with a little more time, sure. But right now, no. Nah. Yeah, I don't see it either. I mean, they're clearly pushing towards it. I mean, it's just, you know, they've barely spoken to each other up to this point. You know what I mean? So Yeah. It's not like they've really gotten to know each other at all. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, they have nothing in common. Like, Nope. Yeah. One is and I say this without disrespect. One is a nerd, and the other one is what would you say a liberal would be? Um, um, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking about it. I mean, she's not like a girly girl or anything like that. Nah, nah. But not she's, like, a, she's not like a tomboy either. She's nah, like, she, but, but she isn't the most social. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's the most social. At least Chester's so much social. But yeah. um, she's not the most social person in the world, so. Yeah, very true, very true. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, what's next up on the docket? Yes, sir. Next up is Superman and Lois. So we have a, a sort of a flashback type episode showing, you know, Superman's life, you know, him growing up, meeting Lois, you know, getting ready to have the kids and all that. Until we find that all this, instead of being just like a flashback or you know hallucination or whatever, because he's knocked out, instead it turns out that Morgan Edge is in his head, seeing all these things in order to figure mm-hmm. out about him, and now he knows he's married to Lois and has kids, so he threatens them. So so Clark finally kneels before him and decides to join him. We see. Some sort of energy, whatever, hit him at the, his at um, Morgan's fortress that makes him look maybe bad. At the end of the episode, we got Lois calling up John Henry Iron, saying, "You hey, listen, like you said, it's happening. Superman's been turned. So we'll see what happens when he shows up later." Interesting. I can't wait to see what happens next. What do you think, sir? This has been like the only show to me that has truly been. A good show well, from, from start to finish you you can do very look you can find wrong with anything what's up pun what's okay what's up what's up seven um you can find fault with anything but with, with superman and lois i'm finding very few fault um if you want to say anything superman and i know he's in a weakened state because after he did that supernova it does take him a while to get back to full power Mm-hmm. But even before that, he looked like he was weaker than Zod. Mm-hmm. Zod, because that's that's continued. That's pretty much what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I don't know, man. That that's the only fault. That's the only fault. Um, the show's been great to me. Like I say, it shows that human reaction that that human side of Superman. Um, when you when he has to take his family as a, into an account during a given situation, and um, I don't know. I just don't see things the way John Henry Aaron saw in his in his future that Superman turns like that. I think something stops him from fully turning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, very true. Because I think the, the 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 time that Henry Irons is from, he's not married to Lois. I think that's what happened. He doesn't have that connection to humanity. Here, he does have that connection. So mm-hmm. he can be turned back, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can. I think, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm just so excited. Plus, another thing too, I like um, the episodes have somewhat been extended, somewhat, mm-hmm. and, I, and I like that too. I think what the episode comes back, what July twelfth? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. July twelfth, and this episode will be July twelfth. So um, that's going. It's it's been a really good show so far. What's next on the slide? All right, next up, gotta talk about the Bad Batch real quick. So Bane taking um 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 what's the chick's name? O- Omega. Yeah, I think so. Um, to meet um the Camino um to you know give her up for the money. He's met up with um you know Wen's character. I keep forgetting her name. There's some fighting there. It's pretty good stuff. It's good action. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega tries to contact um the rest of the the Bad Batch. He she finally does. They get there. They save her, they rescue her, they get out. Um, let's see, the Camino that I went to uh, pick her up is dead, and Bane got stopped. Let's see. I think, um, if I'm mistaken, Mina Wen's character, we don't know who she's working for yet, if I remember correctly, which I might yeah, yeah, we'll soon. Yeah, we will find out soon. And yeah, we find out that the reason why Omega is so important is because she's a um, a um original clone, one of the like first generations apparently, one of the only ones left. The only one, and the other one being um Boba. Yep. So yeah, apparently they need their, her DNA or something. So yeah. Man, this is the first episode I watched, and I really like it. I'm gonna go back and watch the ones before, but I really, I really like this episode. I really did. Yeah. So far, it's pretty good. It's pretty good series. Good things popping up with the from Clone Wars and stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Likely we'll be seeing um Ahsoka at some point, probably. Very likely. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that um Jedi that um the Padawan will probably see showing up at some point too, probably. Yep. Padawan. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, finally, the last show to talk about today will be Loki. Yes, sir. So Loki and Lady Loki, or at least would know her, her now as Sylvie, they show up on um to another um. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Not just Jar Jar, Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, I'm hundred percent behind Darth Jar Jar. Yes, Hashtag make it happen. At least the Darth the Jar the Darth Jar Jar cut. <laughs> make it happen. Sure, yes, sir. <laughs> Anyway, so we have some conversations between Loki and Sylvie. Find out about each other. Get some good fights between them. They're on this planet that's about to blow up. So they try to get to this escape um, ship and try to make sure that it gets off the planet. Unfortunately, it gets destroyed and 
they're both trapped. We'll see what happens in the next episode, but yeah, we got a little to know each other. Apparently, they they now made it that um Loki is by so whatever he is buying the comics, and if anyone knows their mythology, that's the least of it. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, really enjoying Loki. Can't wait for the next episode. What do you think, sir? The whole thing about being by didn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's twenty twenty one. People, come on, live yeah. and let live. Um, but. I thought this episode was really, really good. And we didn't have to have the TVA in it for it to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the fact that this, that this, this, um, she, she says, don't call her, don't call her Loki, but to have her being female and teach Loki how to do some things with magic, I thought was excellent because it shows you that Loki doesn't know everything. Mm-hmm. And, just an excellent episode, and you know we got what? How many episodes of this left? Two? Um, I think three. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's three. But it's been really good so far. I really enjoy it. I also like the schedule because it comes out. It comes out what Wednesdays? Yeah, Wednesdays. Yeah, I really like that. So yeah, that's good too because you can watch everything else the CW wise, and then you can just fall right into that. So yes, sir, yes, sir. definitely good. Yes, sir. I'm thinking that, she, that this is like the origin for her becoming Enchantress, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's the Enchantress of this universe. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions, though. Like, we found out that apparently everyone that works at the TVA was a variant. Yep. Found that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely a big thing. I kind of think that that um that Amobius, he's shady. Like, I'm thinking he may be a bad guy behind everything. Like, he may be Manipulating things, we'll, we'll, mm. we'll see, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We have a lot of questions to be answered. But the fact, too, that Loki, they just threw Loki's ass off the train. That was so funny. They th- yep. Get out of here. Just go. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> what, we got up? what we got up next, my friend? All right, next up, time to turn on to the news. We got a lot to talk about. Okay. All right, first up, let's start with some birthdays. First up, Erica Dunn, best known for playing Lois Lane in Smallville. She has a birthday earlier this week. Happy birthday. Let's see. Erin Morty. She played um that one light chick on um on the boys. And she also played um um that um one chick that was being um controlled by um What's his face? Um, the pink, the purple dude on um on um, Jessica Jones. Oh, um, yeah, I knew, the purple man. Yeah, um, yeah, um, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she played that chick. Um, I seem to remember something else, but whatever. Let's continue. Let's see. Um, Candace Patton, actress that plays Iris West. Worse than down to the flash, but still, she has just passed her birthday as well. 33 years old, I believe. Yes, sir. 33. Look, look and again, I'm gonna say this again. It got because it said a kind my comment said it kind of got misconstrued on the Facebook page when I posted that. I don't hate Candace Patton, 
Mm -hmm. I just hate the character that she plays. Yeah, very true, very true. I just hate the character she plays. I don't like the direction it took that character because I feel it takes away from Barry being the leader and shifts that spotlight to her, which hurts her, which hurts him as a hero. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Last birthday we got is Linda Cardellini. She played Hawkeye's wife and Agent of Ultron. And other stuff here and there, like she was, um, what's it call it? Um, Velma in the Scooby Doo movies, the live action mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. the good live action ones, not the you know, what you call it ones, yeah. All right, so that's all the birthdays. Now, let's move on to some trailers. We yeah. got we got a new trailer for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings that was lit, yeah, that was lit, and it was better than the first one. So we got a lot of good action. Mm-hmm. Two really important things in there. Well, three actually. We got at the very end, we got a cage match between what looks like Wong versus Abomination. Abomination. And like mm-hmm. he's like closer to the comics version with like gills and stuff. Yeah. Also, lit, man. also, what I don't think anyone's been talking about, but there's this moment when he's in a lot of water and there's this big creature. Either that's a dragon or who I think it is, Fing Fang Foom Foom. Exactly. And last time I saw him was in Hawks and Ages of Smash. Just the last time I saw him. Exactly. So yeah, Fing Fang Foom. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there. Um, we're running late for taking a break. Yes, sir. But guys, hang out with us. This is the Geek Gutler Podcast right here on Pinfall Streams. We will be right back. All right. Over those two commercials, the first one you saw was the Pinfall Streams' newest show, First Generation Dad. You're going to have my boy, Tony. We call him Seven. And you also have me. If you go down everything that goes down in the worlds of 
uh, single, married, otherwise fathers. We help them out with tools of the trade to help with their children, and other needs such as mental health, and so on. So definitely join us for First Generation Dad every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. And then the ladies of Double XP, they're on break right now. But they'll be back toward the end of the month, around three or four weeks. You can catch K and Punisher. I love those ladies. You can catch K and Punisher, break down the latest in video game news and special features, special segments, Nostalgia Nook, and, of course, my favorite, the Pun of the Week. So definitely check those ladies out when they come back from break. That's the Double XP Podcast. That will be on Pinfall Streams every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, let me bring back my man, Shaw. Charlotte's going to pick up where we left off, my friend. Yes, yes, sir. We got some big leaks. We got um some pics of um Sasha Selly in her Supergirl outfit, along with set photos of Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton for the Flash movie. Can we start showing those? I'm going to start with Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're going to add in the cape later. But she's playing... Just... Yeah, Go she... ahead. Yeah, she's playing um apparently the um let's see what's the name supposed to be? Um we got that too. Lana yeah, this, Lana Lana Lane Kent, mm-hmm. the daughter of Kent, of Clark Kent and Lois Lane. For the alternative injustice timeline. Yeah, in terms of timeline, so she's not cars and yeah. As you can tell, looks pretty pretty much the same as the picture that we have here. And then we have another one. Mm-hmm. Her flying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully they do that. I think they will have that cape in later, though. I think they will. Yeah. Then we also have the flash here. Mm-hmm. There's another and a suit. I'm sorry. And I don't mean no disrespect. Because I'm quite sure because he's a he is a good actor. I'll give him that. But for this role, yeah, it's a miscast. I I I just think it should be Grant. Yeah. I, and I know it's weird, and I know it's not per se that you should have the same person in the TV show do the movie, but uh, I just think Ezra's awkward in the role. Yeah, very true. I agree. But here's the main part, right yep. there. Keaton. Yes, As Bruce Wayne, Batman. I have one thing. Bruce Wayne. I have one thing to say. Mm-hmm. I, am ba- I am Batman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and this Ezra again. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, and, and something else we also forgot to do. Um, we were talking about Batwoman. And I'm not going to say anything about this picture. I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm going to live it alone. But. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. But. And you brought it up. We talked earlier in the week, Shaw, and it's a good possibility that do Kate Kane or Kate do Kate Kane or Kate Classic rather mm-hmm. is going to be Red Hood. Maybe, maybe might be a female version of Red Hood. Maybe. I mean, you know, they might do that. They've done others. Mm-hmm. Yep. We shall see. We shall see. So we shall see. All right, next up, we got a promo picture for the new Shazam movie. Hold on one second. Bam. 
Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant the one with the group. Uh oh. Well, that's Helen Mirren as so, she's well, in that movie. Hold on, I, I actually I think I got that. I think I can do a share screen. Um, you mean the one with the new co- with the updated costumes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, give me one second. I can actually. Yeah. So, so Marin, I'm guessing she's probably gonna be an Atlantean by her outfit, probably. Yeah. All right, let me show. Let me do a share screen. Give me a second. Share screen. Window. Tab. Bam. There we go. So yeah, got them with the new outfits. Apparently, the actress that played Miss um, Mary Marvel in the original has been replaced for some reason. We don't know. I'm mad about that because I thought Michelle Borf did a good job, and and and, yeah. and I speak bias because I'm I, I'm a fan of her. She was also in another one of my favorite shows, Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in that show um, as a recurring character on on screen, off screen. Um, I liked her a lot. I thought she did the role well. Um, I, I, I just hope her acting, the new the new Mary Marvel. I just hope her acting is up to snuff. Um, I know she was a child in the. I know it was the. She was a kid. Played a kid in the movie before in the first movie. Mm-hmm. She just kind of like grew into the role, but I hope her acting chops are there to where she can pull this off. Because if you look up and research Mary Marvel, she's a backstory in herself. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's more of a backstory than the other ones are. Um, I mean, my goodness, she for a second, for a second, she was on she was on Black Adam's level. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, when she went bad, she was really bad. I mean, really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. being mind controlled by um Dark Side, she like was bad. Mm-hmm. And I and I just thought Michelle Borf was was good for the role. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it works. But I do like the new costumes, though. Yeah, the new suits do look good. They definitely look better than the originals. Yeah, the originals did look good too, but the new ones do look better definitely. And they brought and and I see they brought Megan Good back. Yeah, that's what's up. So at least they kept her. So that's what's up. Now uh, Zachary Levi, he's he's there as you can see. Um, so I'm hoping good thing for this movie. I'm really hoping good thing for this movie because this the Suzanne family needed. Um, I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping that this is the best movie, the bestest movie ever, which I doubt because nothing can actually match up the flashpoint paradox but i hope this is like the best movie after that one (laughs) yeah definitely 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 (laughs) yeah all right speaking of which we got breaking news apparently there's a smallville animated series in development by both tom welling and michael rushbar something we talked about a while back but apparently now it's news to everybody so yeah that's happening apparently cool Let's see next up. Um, Square Enix is now co-developing a Final Fantasy um, Nine animated series. That's what's up. Everybody loves Nine, to my understanding. So need to do t- need to do Ten too. That'll sell also. Mm-hmm. That will sell also. Um, with Yuna and Rika and Rena, Yuka and, and Pain, that was that was sell that would do good too. I think. 
Yes, sir. Speaking of prequels, there's a supernatural prequel coming focusing on Mary and John Winchester called yeah. Winchesters. Apparently, Dean will return. Justin Ackles will be returning. There was apparently some anger between Jensen and Jits and Jared, but that's all squash now. They're all good. He's probably not involved because he's off doing um um Walker, Texas Ranger right now. So that's what it is. Right. Also, there's a TV series based on the Justice League member Madam Xanadu. That will be a HBO Max series by JJ Abrams. Cool. We'll see how it's up with that. Oh, and this one I'm really glad about. We got a picture of this one to put up. Go ahead. We got the new the title for the next Transformers movie, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yes, sir. We are getting Beast Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, You're sir. Yes, sir. That cartoon was awesome. Yes, sir. We got Maximals. We got Predacons. We got yep. Terracons. Predacons was the shit. Yes, sir. Optimus <laughs> Prime will be in it, though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So know that definitely Optimus will be in it. Hmm. I think I saw that this is gonna take place in the 90s, I think. Hmm. I'm not 100 sure. Love the Predacons, boy. Yeah. Ooh, we. Ooh, we. Yeah. We'll and there's still a whole lot we haven't seen from a Transformers franchise. I mean, oh my goodness. Oh for them to hit oh. and, and the, for them to send this to us. I think it's going to be a good possibility we see that we get a chance to see what we haven't seen from the world of the Transformers yet. Yes, sir. Definitely. Going to get some, some Cheetor. Going to get some Rhinox. Yep. Going to get some Beedrill. Boy. Boy. Astro Train. Yeah. Yes, sir. Triple Changes, boy. Love Triple Changes, too. Transformers going to be awesome. Most definitely. Most definitely. Let's see. We got a we got um the news that um the Borderlands film has finally wrapped. We got a picture of that real quick. That's a wrap. Yes, sir. It's a wrap. So you know, if you're interested in Borderlands, that will be showing up. Yep. Very recently, we found out that there's a um that they um in the comics, Miles Morales is now sporting a Captain America suit. We got that. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I gotta check that out. Do I have the picture or no? I don't have it. You sent it to me? It's it's there. It's with the big group. Hold on. It's okay. Hold on. I didn't get the hold on. It should be in the most recent group. I got it just a lead one. It should be right before the um Oh, my work. fault. I skipped it all together. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. We finna show this. Oh, yeah, we gotta show this one. Give me a second, y'all. We gotta show this one. We got to. Give me one second, guys. Got it. Can't believe I skipped over that. My fault. Yeah, uh, let's go here. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna let me do it in mid show. We definitely will try it. Let's see. Ha! It did it. Bam! 
Yes, sir. Because personally, I prefer Peter's Captain America suit. The um, when you 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 you'll see online every now and then. Mm. This one is a little bit too dark for me, but still, it looks really good. Looks good. I have to look into that storyline find find out why he did that. Yeah. They also apparently the return of Ben Riley. Ha! <laughs> That's awesome. And there's apparently some talk that that means that they're going to kill off Peter. Apparently. No. No. Excuse me. Again. No. At least if they do it this time, it's not as stupid as the last two times. True. True. The ultimate where Captain <clears throat> Baron just lets him save himself and then lets him get freaking jumped. <laughs> and then the freaking yeah. Anyway. So moving on, we have our first look at um Netflix's Yu Yu Hakusho. Got a picture of that. Yep. I'm assuming that that's um what's his name um that might be cool. Bar. Uh, well, yeah, you're Meshi because of the suit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're Meshi, dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested. I mean, I liked um, Yu Yu Hakusho back in the day. We'll see what happens. All I gotta say, all I gotta say is this: His spirit gun better not be a strobe light like they did with Street Fighter back in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna do it right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully, we get um shorter tournament arcs. Yep. Yeah, those tournament arcs are really long. Next, we got some rumors, which may be true. Looks like they're probably true. Anyone who's a who's an Avatar fan, for your own sanity, I suggest you, you know, close your ears for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> this is gonna piss you off way more than than the M Night Shyamalan movie. So, rumor for Netflix Avatar, it'll take place in modern day America. There is no four 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 nations. Mm-hmm. Aang is in school with Zuko. Aang is not a monk. He has he's adopted with loving parents. Not frozen for a hundred years, and instead of getting their powers, their abilities, you know, inherited, and it's like, well, that there is mystically they get it somehow. Miss, you know, there's no backstory of how it's just they get it mystically. You you don't lost me already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't lost me already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mostly these information comes from character descriptions. Um, why well, try to change stuff? Yeah, this is probably why the original creators left the Netflix project. Oh my gosh. Man. Yeah. Some things you just leave alone. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'm still. Oh gosh, I'm so interested and in see what it is, how it goes. But yeah, we know it's going to be shit. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, um, Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler has been cast as Snow White in the live action adaptation. Got a picture of that real quick. Yeah, we got that too. We got that too. Ba 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 ba. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. So, what do you think, sir? What do you think? I mean, (sighs) 
Snow White's supposed to be wholesome and virtuous, right? Mm-hmm. She don't look wholesome and virtuous to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. But we'll see how it goes. And yeah, like I said, maybe the acne charts can cover that. The acne chops can cover that, but I just don't think she looks wholesome and virtuous to me. Yeah. She just don't. <laughs> All right. Last piece of information. Last the news we got. There's going to be a crossover with Scooby Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. This thing will be lit. Yeah. It's going to be lit. Now, personally, I'm not really a fan of Courage, but hey, we'll see what's up. It's going to be lit. Yeah. I think it's going to be so funny. I think it's going to be funny. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Let's before we get into before we get into the rest of the show, we are going to take a quick break before we get into our topics. So continue to hang out with, with us. You are watching the Geek on the podcast right here on Pitfall Streams. We'll be right back. Y'all read about it. the same school y'all need it now. We came through, not leaving now. When these lame dudes, we beat them out. Uh, no stopping this. Ain't my way, my popular. Ain't saying this awesomeness, but y'all look like the opposite. We setting the bar. Y'all know who we are. We're making history. All right, guys, our first commercial you saw was for our flagship show, the Paradigm Chef Wrestling Podcast. Now, you want to be sure you tune in this Wednesday at 10.05 p.m. That's 10.05 p.m. Eastern. Get the 05 little NWA, you know, TBS reference for wrestling back in the day. It's going to be the, the season finale of the first season of the Paradigm Chef, and we're going to be moving into episode two with some changes that's along the way. Name change, some different things are changing. So definitely catch our season finale of the Pinfall <clears throat> of the Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast. And then the commercial after that was for a really good podcast, which is every other Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. They just had a fantastic show last week, week after next. You can catch a new show Tuesday night with Kay and Josh. Definitely be there for a really good podcast. Every other Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, let me bring Shaw back in, and we're going to go over some of these topics and close out the show. All right, Shaw, go ahead, Matt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, first up, I had a thought watching last week's episode of The Flash. Mm. What if Kramer 
turns out to be Godspeed. Ooh. I mean, that would kind of fit how they did the first two speedsters, mm-hmm. um, speedster villains, where there's someone that was kind of a friend, built up during the season, introduced during that season, right? And then, boom. There's Turn! The- exactly. It's something that we wouldn't expect. You could have the um, guy that was revealed to be Kyra Red Herring. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe I like that. I maybe like that. Exactly. Or maybe the more would be that she's kind of controlling Godspeed or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that there's definitely more of a Kramer than Misty Eye. So, yeah. What, what do you think about that, good sir? Plus, I don't think you. I don't think we've seen the last of, of Nora either. Mm-hmm. I, I think we'll see her again. Um, if not toward the end of this season, the beginning of the next. I don't think this is the last we've seen of her. Um, but yeah, I, I like that theory. The only thing that sort of kind of strikes it down to me, it's kind of too good because we're dealing with the CW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the CW and that, and that writing is just too is that scenario is just too good. <laughs> they won't they won't read that, they won't pick that up. But I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, I wanted to talk about the Spider-Man villains. What made the movie villains? What made them good and what made them bad? All right. So first up, Green Goblin. I think as far as adaptating the Green Goblin, they did well. Yeah. William DeVoe definitely acts well. Did a good job going from the meek Osborne to the crazy, you know. Yeah. I think it was just, I think the only problem was that, you know, a lot of hamming up, a lot of cheesiness. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I I don't think it didn't do a good betrayal of showing how strong he was without the gadgets. Green Goblin was strong without the gadgets. He he didn't need to necessarily have to have a reliance on him. He was strong without him. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very true. Next up, Doc Ock. Personally, I think instead of having him being controlled by the um arms, we better mm-hmm. have it the way it was in the comics, where he's like obsessed with science, you know, not necessarily bad, has all the intellect, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, because because the Doc Ock in the comics would never hurt um Aunt May because no. he, he had the thing for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, w- what do you think? Goods and bads of of Ock? I've always seen Ock as more as a. I'm not gonna say he's all good. Mm-hmm. He's not all bad either. I look at him as more as an anti-hero. Yeah, true, very true. You know, but I like him too. Now, my favorite bad guy of all of them is Craven the Hunter. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. That's my ooh. That's my favorite. I love Craven. Yeah, we're gonna be getting the Craven the Hunter movie soon. Yep. Yeah, starring um Taylor Johnson. Yep. We'll see how that plays out, though. I mean, I don't know if Taylor Johnson could pull that off. That's going to be kind of interesting to see because you also have to go through the fact that you have to pull out all parts of his character. So that means you got to go through the only the time um, he went through when he got attacked by the lions and mm-hmm. got his powers and things like that. That was kind of traumatic for the con- for him in the comics. I don't know if he'll be able to pull that off yeah. in a in a real life action movie or not, but we'll see. Yeah, he definitely got to bulk, like bulk up too because yeah, he's not skinny for Rick Raven Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Next bad guy, Spider-Man 3. We got start off from let's start off with Sandman. In the comics, he's more of a henchman. Yeah. But other than that, he looks really good. 
The action scenes were really good. I liked him. What do you think of Sandman? Well, you saw Peter appeal to him eventually. Mm-hmm, true, um, true. In, in the movie, so I thought that was, that was interesting too. Yeah. Um, I also think that the whole having him be the one that killed Uncle Ben was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Then the the new Goblin, which yeah, I mean, we were expecting them to do that, but still, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, because in the comics, the whole thing with Harry Osborn becoming the Goblin was he goes crazy, right? Like, he goes insane. Crazy, crazy, he goes know? insane. You know, it's a tragedy because how he goes crazy and all that. But you know, it is what it is. Yep. At least the suit was cool. At least an attack and everything. At least. Yeah, he kept all that. That is true. Next, we have Venom. Topher Gray. Ooh. Yeah. I, the thing with Venom, to me, uh, again, another deranged character. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but I love the fact uh, on how high bent he was for revenge against Peter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I think the suit was good, and some of the writing was good. It's just that they mix character. They miss the. They miss bleh. Just that they miscast him, and he just so little time to really do it. Like yeah, yeah. Don't plus, but, but plus, what is, he becomes more of a he because he became more of an antihero too at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Right, next up, let's move on to Amazing Spider-Man mm. with um the Lizard. I personally, I prefer the Lizard the way it's sort of a Jacqueline Hyde type of thing, where mm. the Lizard is more of a an animal. He's not smart. Mm. I mean, you like him. You like him more than showing his reptilian side. Yeah, like yeah, like he's not supposed to be a big villain like that. He's right. more of an obstacle, more of a, a monster. You know he, you know, Spider-Man has to take out. You know what I mean? Right. Like the whole thing with with, with the whole Kirk Connors and the Lizard thing is that Kirk Connors is like this really great good guy, and Lizard is this monster, and it's a tragedy. You know what I mean? It's this so, whole Jekyll Hyde type of thing. So I take it you didn't like the Lizard in Secret Wars. Um, no, I, I like I, I did like the, the take on Secret Wars where they had him be smart for a time, mm-hmm. but that was only for that short time. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, so that was fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just talking about you know for the movie. Right. Then Amazing Spider-Man Two, we got um, Electro, which I mean, this the backstory was kind of poor, but I think he looked cool. Yeah. I think the the techno music was nice. I mean, he was they did a lot of his real powers in it. It was closely the ultimate version of mm-hmm. Electro. It was supposed to be his best one. Yep. Yeah. Then we have um Green Goblin. Harry Osborne has Green Goblin, which I mean not that bad, but not but that not, good either. Wasn't that great either. Yeah. Yeah. At least they did the whole Gwen Stacy thing. True. True. And I mean that scene, I mean, that was I definitely hate, yeah. I hate, I hate she died. Yeah. She didn't die exactly the way she did in the comics, but mm-hmm. similarly, like it was comics, close enough. Yeah, in the comics, it was the whiplash that killed her. Yeah, but here it was that her head hit the ground. Yep, that the webbing wasn't long enough. Right. Yeah, and that moment where you see the webbing extend and it looks like a hand trying to grab her. Mm. I mean, yeah, a lot went into that. All right. Next up, we got um Homecoming, the Vulture. Not like the comic version, but. Definitely a good interpretation. Oh yeah, and of course, 
Michael Keaton, always good. Yeah, yeah, always good. Always yeah. good. And definitely threatening, like with the music and oh yeah, heck yeah. Huge, like yeah, definitely up there. Heck yeah. Yeah, far from home, we got Mysterio, which they did the original storyline of how Mysterio was entered in the comics with him pretending to be a good guy first, then it was really good. I mean, like Gyllenhaal did a really good job, my he did. He did. Yeah. Had me fooled. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> my only problem is that he died. That's it. Yeah, you know he ain't coming. Yeah. Well, it's comics. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, most of the time you could come back, but nah. He ain't coming back. <laughs> he ain't coming back. He, yeah. he he with the Guardians of the Globe. He ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah. he, he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with, with the um with the new villains in the next movie. Yep. We don't know exactly yet. We do know that Electro and um, Green Goblin are coming back. We do. Oh, yeah. We do. All right, guys. We are rounding up to an hour here. Um, let's go ahead and get our final our final uh, thoughts, final send-off ready. Uh, Shaw, do you got anything you want to let the people know? Um, out of here tonight? Um, let's see. We are going to be skipping next week's episode. So don't be expecting an episode next week, but the week after that, we will return on the 10th, if I'm not mistaken. Other than that, all good. What do you got, sir? And the reason why that is because it's a brother's birthday and I ain't doing nothing on my birthday week. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, very cool. I want to thank everybody at geeknews.net, everybody at Pinfall Streams, everybody from the group that came out tonight. I do appreciate it. All of you who stopped by, I appreciate that. Um Everybody over at Rift Apparel and Dice Metallic Games, uh, Metallic Dice Games, I appreciate you guys uh, for everything that you do for the show as well. For myself and Shaw, this has been the Geek Gauntlet Podcast, and we'll see you guys again next week. Well, week after. Yeah, week after. On, on the 10th. Sorry. On the 10th. We'll see you guys then. Everybody have a great, safe week, and take care.